As the Coachella Valley continues to grow as an entertainment and cultural empire in the California desert cities, Mutual 111 is your go-to for local and regional arts, literature, music, special events, and theater. From the Mutual Broadcasting System Studios in Palm Springs, it's The Desert Scene with Bonnie G. And welcome to The Desert Scene. Happy to have you with us today. And we are happy to welcome to the show Matt Batista, who is president of Well... President of Well in the Desert, uh, a wonderful organization that does great work here, and he's going to tell us a little bit about a, a wonderful play coming up. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. So let's talk a little bit, for people who don't know, and you'd have to kind of be living in a cave, but I guess some people don't, talk a little bit about what Well in the Desert does. Well, Well in the Desert has been around for 20-plus years, feeding the homeless in Palm Springs. So on a typical day, the minimum we feed is 250. In the wintertime, sometimes 400 meals a day. We offer bus passes for them. We refer them for services. Since there's no housing, but we do refer them to Jewish Family Services, et cetera, for places where they can have an opportunity to get off the street. And that's our main goal as always. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, for full disclosure, my partner Eric is now on the board and, and does some great work with you guys. It's just a wonderful and We love Eric. Yeah, he's, he's fabulous. So <laughs> talk a little bit about this play, Off the Street. Now, you, you did you co-write this? So what happened is we had a homeless individual. Her name was Twyla that lived over by a bit of country on Indian. And everybody in town knew Twyla. They would take her water. They'd take her food. She lived in a tent with her. And, and next door to her was, as we call it, next door, her friend Joe lived in the next tent. They protected each other, and she had her three dogs there. Everybody loved Twyla, and she was like the matriarch of the homeless. Mm-hmm. So she, her car was taken away by the police because she had expired tax, mm-hmm. and so she found herself living on a tent. And she just would come in for services, and she was some days she was sober and clean, and then some days she wasn't. But she was funny, and we we loved to hate her, but we loved her, mm-hmm. and. All the homeless individuals loved her. So she got into housing, and she actually died two weeks after getting to housing. Oh, so sad. And she died because the air conditioner went out, and there was no air conditioning in her room. Oh, oh. And so we said, we need to do something. So I was at my house playing the song, writing this song, singing of Twilight, going, I want off the street and a place to lay my head. Mm-hmm. So then I called my really good friend, Jenny Cunningham, who's had her career in music. She was the Melissa F. Switch before Melissa was born. Mm-hmm. And she is just an amazing songwriter. So I said, come over and hear this song. So she came over and recorded it. She's a recording artist. So two days later, she said, look at your email. Check the email. She had finished the music to the song, I Went Off the Street. I said, sister, we're going to write a musical. Excellent. So we went to Puerto Rico, where I have a place. And we spent, we spent three weeks in Puerto Rico without electricity when the whole island was on a blackout, Ugh. charging our computers in our car, using the water from the fountain to flush the toilets, <laughs> to write the music to off the street. And so we wrote all the music and wrote the idea of the story, and then we were, last year, last September, a year ago September, we had um, Gary Powers came over to do some reading to, to, about the musical, and he says, I want to write the book. Mm-hmm. So we collaborated together, and he wrote the book in nine days, and we put it at PS Underground, which is a standing ovation in the end. It's not a dry eye in the house. Wow. So it's now going to be at uh, Revolution Stage Company, correct? And I think there's been a little bit of a delay 
in the opening? No delay. That. They 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 had their this it's going to be starting on the 11th and 12th, and the dates okay. are actually on the website of revolutionstagecompany.com. Okay. With the 18th being a fundraiser. Okay. And that fundraiser is actually more than halfway sold out. Um, and it's on honor of Arlene Rosenthal, who had worked for the well for over 20 years. Yes, we loved Arlene. She, and yeah, she passed not that long ago. And it's a, a real loss for the community. She did so much, so much great work. Um, so I want to go back to a couple things when we'll talk more about the play. So it's interesting that you went, it seems like the universe, when you were going through the water and the stuff in, in, in Puerto Rico, that maybe the universe wanted to give you ambiance, more ambiance of struggles in life as you were writing this play to give you more inspiration. It's kind of interesting that that happened at the same time, I think. It is true, absolutely. We were sitting there trying to figure out how to live life, and we felt like we had shelter, but we had no other. We didn't have electricity, so we didn't have a refrigerator. We didn't have a stove. We were just eating with what we had in the house, you know, just dry foods. And we did have a sense. And and then one day the rain came so hard. It was pouring down on the little house there, and we could feel, we could feel the homeless as we were writing a song called I Beg for Money. Wow. You could just feel this the struggles that the homeless go through. So it was an inspirational time that was meant to happen that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so how large a cast is, is in the show? So we have nine characters. Okay. And, and the, the show goes through Lila's struggle. And also she has her friends that are drug users. Crash, who sings an amazing song called Beatles on the Street, going to our queen, which is really our mayor, and sometimes it's the queen, but it's a small-town mayor saying, I'm going to solve the homeless issues, and I'm going to solve all the issues if you just give me the money. And then and then the queen laughs because the money is really not going to go to the homeless. It's going to go to pay for their friends to, to get money for affordable housing, to build it, to mm-hmm. the builders and the contractors. And it goes through those, the NIMBYs, those that are not in my backyard, to those that go, why do I don't want the homeless here? To the end, Twyla finds her friend, um, who has been newer in high school, and, they, and her friend says, hey, her name is Ruby. She goes, I'm going to get you off the street. I'm going to get you a place to lay your head. And the story is really real, so it follows the story of Twilight, and it follows the story of what mm-hmm. we're going through in our current day. Yeah. So I wanted politicians to politicians to those on the street to those about ready to become on the street. Mm-hmm. Because well, yeah, a lot a lot of people are one a one paycheck away. So tell me about what what you've seen. I know it sometimes can be a depressing. It's a lot of work, and the the the, the whole uh, goal of getting people off the streets. It's it's tough work, and it's sometimes can be um, you know overwhelming. What have you? What changes have you seen since you've been at the helm of Well in the Desert? Worked with them. What have you seen in the desert? Do you feel like it's getting better? I feel like we have, or actually we don't feel we know, we have more homeless that are coming to town. Mm-hmm. Um, we're feeding more. Um, we're seeing different people. Um, our homeless individuals thank us for what we do. Um, and I see that we're just continuing the work and we're doing it by ourselves. We don't have, we don't have city support. We don't have county support. We have local support that those individuals that donate to help make a difference. Mm-hmm. I see that individuals are helping more than they've ever helped in our community which is tells you what kind of a great community that we live in yeah yeah and donations of fifty dollars or five dollars sometimes we get donations of a dollar and that makes a big difference where you those dollar just that they sacrifice the dollar even sometimes our homeless clients will give us a couple of dollars right 
Right, because they know how important it is. They've been there, and they know how important it is to help others. Would would you say, I know people talk about this, obviously there's a certain percentage of homeless folks that have, have substance abuse issues. There's a certain percentage of homeless folks that have some, some mental health issues. Um, but I, I think sometimes people tend to lump everybody all together in, in one you know, and say they're they're all everybody. They're all drug addicts. They're all this mm-hmm. and that. And and that's not the case. I mean, is, isn't it kind of a wide variety of folks that end up homeless, even temporarily? I always look at it and tell individuals it's like a kindergarten class where you have mm-hmm. thirty students, and each student has a different set of circumstances mm-hmm. and different personalities and different tastes and different likes. And it's the same with our homeless. You have all these individuals that have different personalities, and so there's different things that affect each individual from mental health, which we see a lot. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of 50 and older mm-hmm. uh, that are mental health and also those that are substance abuse users. Yeah. And so you can't say a one size fits all because it's an individual case by case. And that's where our cities and our county governments don't get it. Mm-hmm. And what... Well, I know it's, it just seems like it's such an overwhelming, it's not a really simplistic question. What What do you think the answer is as far as getting more state and county support? What 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 do you think needs to change? What is the answer there? Would you say? I don't think it's the state and county support. I don't think they're going to support any program other than what their idea is. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you that a way that to get homeless off the street is definitely having uh, a place where they can all live in a certain area mm-hmm. together, like a camp or a tiny home village where. They will have individuals, uh, caseworkers for each individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and if once you have that and you build the relationships of trust in that individual caseworker and then tell that client where they can go, hey, that's time for you to go to rehab or it's time for you to go to mental health or it's time for to set up their appointments to help them. Right. That would help them get them off the street. But we don't have any of that. Like um, Palm Springs is, is we're not against the city council. We're not against the county. But they're spending over forty million dollars for a center where they've never asked us what we thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we handle, if we handle, which we have four hundred, approximately four hundred fifty homeless in our town, our town thinks that those individual homeless are all going to that new center. That's not. It's a county-based center. Mm-hmm. So they don't even know how people are going to come in and go out. Right. So if you wouldn't you talk to those organizations on the ground that deal with the homeless every day, where we can help guide them to make it a success. Right. And it's not going to be a success when you alienate those that are actually serving over 70,000 meals and know the circumstances and know the individuals. That's not going to change. Really in the trenches, yeah. And I think another, another, I think, myth, I mean, I suppose there are a few, but I think people assume sometimes that, well, the homeless, they don't really want to get off the street. And I think that's usually very untrue. I mean, it might be a couple here and there, but I think most people want to get off the street, don't you? Have Isn't that what you've seen? Well, it's 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 a it, again it's an individual case. You have those that want to get off the street, and they're afraid because their friends are on the street and their friends give them the drugs. And so if they lose that friendship, they're going to be lonely. So that's yeah. one thing that they're afraid of. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is that we have those like veterans that were, you know, some of they saw some of their their friends be blown up by IEDs, right? And they're scared to go in a building. So that's why they live in a storm drain. Mm-hmm. So you have circum- different circumstances, but you could get a lot off the street if you gain the relationship of trust with them and you did work with each individual instead of grouping in. It's like you said, it's the one group because they don't fit in one group. Yeah, yeah. And so, so two, two questions. First of all, if somebody wanted to help volunteer or do whatever with Well in the Desert, is there a phone number or website they could go to to find out how they could help? 
Yes, they can go to our website on wellinthedesert.org, and they can look up all the stuff that we do there, and they can also go to donate there. Any funds also always help. Um, The best way right now is to donate some dollars. That's the best thing to do to help us out. Mm -hmm. And people who want to see the play off the street at Revolution Stage Company, would they go to the website, revolutionstagecompany.com for tickets? Yes, Yep, the ghost tickets, and there's there's um, nine showings, so they can look at which one works best for them. Okay. And it is really good. It really shows what what life is on the street. Wow. Um, I'm excited about it. Excellent. Well, congratulations on... Everybody sees it. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> on the show. It sounds like well, I'm going to come see it. Eric and I are both coming to see it, absolutely. Matt Batista, thank you so much for all the work you do with Well in the thanks, Desert. Bonnie. It's such we a wonderful organization, and thanks for being here. Appreciate it. All right, we'll see the rest of you the next time on The Desert Scene. Join us again for The Desert Scene with Bonnie G from Mutual 111. Be sure to visit thedesertscene.com for more show information and mutual111.com for our full library of episodes.